What is going down everybody and welcome to Banshee. This of course is the best damn Banshee after show that you could possibly ever hope for. And uh, we're here every week bringing you the wrap up to the best damn show on television, Banshee. So welcome once again to Banshee. I'm one of your hosts Don Mega and I'm joined as always by my boy Lynx. What is up? What is going on Don Mega? How you doing buddy? I am doing great. Because we're going to talk about the best episode we've had so far this season. These four seasons? Season four. Oh, that's a stretch, but it could be up there. Oh, I just got to say, I I think I was the most emotional I've ever been this episode of any season. But I'm I'm, I'm not saying crying or anything, but wow. (laughs) But okay. So... Intense uh, episode, oh. you know, we say that, you know, sometimes this show just throws a lot at you, and we only had eight episodes this season, and I figure they're going to probably be throwing a lot at us, and this episode, they threw a lot at us, so we are going to break it down as we always do. You know what it is by now. If you don't, and this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, I welcome you. I thank you for tuning in. Hopefully someone else sent you your way over to here. Uh, RedDragonsRadio.com, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. This is Welcome to Banshee. This is the show where each week we talk about the current episode of Banshee that's live on Cinemax Channel. This is the fourth and final season. We've been here every week going on this journey with you all, talking about episode one, episode two, all the previous seasons. And here we are today talking season four, Episode 3, this show title was Job. And uh, first of all, I just want to say, once again, this is an amazing episode. I was so stoked after last night. Last night was one of the episodes that I felt like it was on for 10 minutes and the episode ended. And I was like, that's it? (laughs) Like, I was so pissed. I felt like it flew by literally in like 10 minutes. 
I could not leave. When the episode ended, I was like, there's no way this is over right now. Like, cause I, I just didn't even feel like an hour had gone by, even though the episode was about 52 minutes long. And I felt like they kind of robbed us a little bit. <laughs> cause I was like, I was like, how's it over already? This still got, still got eight more minutes. Give me the rest of my time. Well, uh, I, I have noticed with this season, they are doing the Banshee ending and then an extra scene. I have noticed that yeah. they haven't done that in the past couple of seasons. I don't think it was no. always just Banshee boom over. Yeah, but then they kind of did usually a little tag after the credits, and this time they're just kind of doing the tag before the credits. So they kind of just flipped it up a little bit. But, um, of course, with an episode named Job, I was hoping we were going to get a resolution. One of the things we were speculating on the past couple episodes was how long is it going to take before we get Job back, right? And uh, we thank God got him back oh. <laughs> on this episode so we at least have the other <laughs> half of the of the season to get to enjoy Job because <laughs> you know I was hoping I was praying that they were not going to wait till like episode 8 to get him back and then that was going to be the hurrah at the like, end and like Don you knew that the writers had to come up with something because everybody was going to be hanging on what was the first thing Job is going to say to them once yeah, he oh, finally yeah. gets to him and I think the writers did it perfect they did it great you know you're wondering when they get job is he gonna be pissed you know that two years have gone by and they're just now getting him is he gonna be happy is he gonna be in between like what what is job's state of mind uh the episode starts off with another flashback and we see job getting tortured by uv lighting where they basically have him sitting in front of just this grid of lights talking about how it creates blindness and they use it for torture. And uh, we see some military guy standing around him with goggles on explaining kind of what the lights are for. And Job's trying to close his eyes and he's trying to avoid it. And then he pries Job's eyes open. And that was the intro right into oh the my God, opening dude. theme That's song. Scr- what a way to kick oh. it off. That scream when he opened his eyes oh, up finally and yeah. Job just screamed with that gag in his mouth. I, I just chills, dude. Chills. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, and then the theme music kicked in. I was like, wow. Yeah, the theme music kicked in. They didn't waste in. any time. Nope. You're, like, you're like, and we're off to the races. Yeah, here yep. yep. On this episode, man. So we, we get the opening and then we go back to Job and you get kind of a time lapse kind of scene where he's in like some room and he's kind of writing on the walls and he's you know it's doing the time lapse thing where he's like sitting on the floor and then he's standing up and then he's banging his head against the wall and like you see this time kind of going by they cover up his head they drag him away they throw him in a van and you're kind of like now what are they going to do with him and you're just like you're like this poor dude man for like 20 months has just been getting just blasted so we kind of kick it right off the back with that um we Get a very cool return with uh, Fat Owl. <laughs> I love Fat cool? Owl, man. Fat Owl's the, the, the Fat Owl's the best. Isn't he? Fat, Fat Owl was the shit when he came out in the other season, and I just that was a character I never thought I'd really see again. And that was very smart to kind of bring him in because that dude always has connections. He's the guy they go to when they need shit to go down, yeah. you know. And luckily, this guy knows who the guy is that captured Joe at the end of the third season. They find where the guy is, and we get um, a really cool scene of them. Uh, the guy's teaching like a lecture, and everybody's like, okay, everybody, have a good day. And everybody starts clearing out, and you see Carrie, Fat Owl, and Hood just chilling in the audience, man. Like, And he's like, 
Oh, Uh-oh. shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> he just books it, and we get this awesome chase scene where they're just flipping over cars, and they're going through doors and through subways and on the train. And I just I love action sequences like that, and it was just so cool chasing them down, chasing them down. And, of course, Fat Al in the Suburban just, boom, <laughs> just knocks him on his ass. Get He's him like, in the get car. your ass in the car. Get your ass in the car. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> just awesome, man. So they get the dude. That, that captured Job, like I said, he's the one that abducted Job at the end of season three. They take him back to Sugar's bar. They start beating him up. They're like, you better talk. You better tell us where the hell Job is. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, which I hate when these dudes try to play all stupid. Yeah. I hate it so much. I'm like, motherfucker, you got three guys on your ass that just chased you down, getting ready to torture your ass, and you're going to play stupid? And uh, I like it, though. Carrie starts beating the shit out of him, and then Fat Al comes in, and he's like, hey, he ain't going to talk if you just keep beating the shit out of him. <laughs> you know? So, so like, give me a minute. You know, you guys, I, well, he called her Nikita, which I thought was I, hilarious. Dude, I started <laughs> dying when he called her. Yo, take Nikita in the back. Yes. <laughs> Let me and uh, Sugar take care of this. So good, man. I was a big <laughs> fan of Nikita. I was like, hell yeah, dude. She's totally Nikita right now. So, like, so he, he, he takes her back, and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm so tense. I don't want to get Joe back. And, of course, the dude, you know, they, they – Fat Al starts torturing him, kind of getting ready to cut his damn toes off and shit. And uh, the guy says, okay, I know where Job is. They basically kind of sold him off to, like, this, like, crazy part of the military division that's black ops. No one knows about him, and they can do whatever the hell they want. They're off the grid. and uh, But they're always willing to negotiate. They're always willing to make a deal. Hood's like, well, how much is it going to cost? And, of course, the guy's like, well, how much do you got? And at that point, Hood should have just said, I got about $25 in my pocket. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> instead, they pull out the duffel bag with all the money they stole at the end of season three. And you're like, oh, man, did they have to pull out the whole damn bag? <laughs> right? So, so they Yeah, I mean, out- that, that part I was like, well, and then I'm yeah. like, well, you are trying to get your friend back that, you know. Sure. This is the only lead you have, so you got to throw the whole kitchen sink at it. And if it stems from them stealing that money, you know, then then it makes kind of sense. That and they so be it. Back. Um, you know, and what was really cool, too, about this scene was that they were like, what did you want with Job? And they said, man, they, they tortured the shit out of him for months trying to get information, names, all kinds of stuff, and he wouldn't give up shit. And you're like, wow, Job's a badass motherfucker, man. <laughs> like, you know, like... Yeah. They, don't let the blonde hair and the white dress fool you. <laughs> the, the, the no hair? What you talking about? The blonde? Oh, I guess the wigs. <laughs> but, oh, uh, dude, a, 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 a very wild assortment of them. <laughs> true, true. I mean, my personal favorite for all the seasons is the skunk one in season one, but that's my personal favorite. Why I have a personal favorite of a man dressing as a tranny is, I'm not going to talk about that, but I'm just saying the skunk okay, wig man, was my favorite. <laughs> I won't, I won't uh, say anything. About well, there's that. a promo going on Cinemax right now where all the cast me- uh, members are asked, what's your favorite Job outfit? So all the cast members gave their favorite. So I figured I'd throw mine out there. Nice, nice. What about you, Don? <laughs> oh, Job moment? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, the one that really stands out to me was when they were trying to uh, steal the security badges last season and him and uh, Sugar, you know, trying to do that together and be incognito and... Right you on. know, that that whole setup of them going into the building was really awesome and funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot with Joe, man. He literally, besides probably Hood, he's like my favorite character on the show. So like, you know, like that's it's a big deal for me. Yeah. So that's why I was super emotional and like attached to the fact that they were going to get him back finally. You know, so they, they bring out the duffel bag, they're like, All right, man, you know, Job's gonna be pissed, but Oh, well, you know, at least we get him home, right? He's going to, I know Hood is like, he'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, dude, all the money in the world would, I would, 
I would pay to get out of that situation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get, come get, on. get him the hell out. Yeah, that's um, all that matters. So you know, so then we we're we're gonna go try to get Joe back at this point. Uh, we get some other scenes kind of thrown in. We get the confirmation, which is something I speculated. Uh, episode one, he called and you, it, and you thought it was a little obvious. But our little new detective Cruz is dirty and working for Proctor, just like I fucking yep, thought. Yep, yep. And now she wants more money, and she Burton don't like money. it. I know Burton's face, dude. He kind of did oh. a head nod a little bit. I like, was just waiting for the glasses to come off. <laughs> yeah, I think he was kind of getting ready to, and then Proctor was kind of like, "Nah, chill." No, I got no, this, no, you know? yeah. He's like, "Proctor's, you know, I paid you to be my eyes and my ears in there." And she's like, "All right, well, you're gonna have to pay me some more money then." And uh, was, we, we knew she was dirty, man. We just got that sense right out the gate when, when, like I said, when Brock was like, "There's ears everywhere. We can't talk, you know, loud," and uh, and she's just been really shady this whole you know first couple episodes so we know we got this dirty cop working for uh, proctor we get uh some flashbacks with bunker which was kind of cool kind of seeing um the flashbacks to like after last season where he's in the hospital and they're doing all the you know he's got the big burnt marks on his chest and he's in the bubble you know and 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 um I think Brock, Brock comes, uh, yeah, and sees Brock him. comes in to see him and says, yeah. you know, you're going to be okay. The doctors say you're going to make a recovery, but he's got tubes in his mouth. He's struggling. It fast forwards a little bit more down the road and he's like living like a bum in his house. It's all trashed. His mail's everywhere. You could tell he's on edge. He doesn't know what the fuck. And uh, you see kind of how that relationship started with his brother's wife, you know, which we saw he was banging in the, in the first episode of the season. Yeah. And uh, she comes over and she's like, I hate what my brother, you know, what my husband did to you. And, you you know, and I, I just can't believe it. How can, you know, two brothers be so alike but be so different? And you, you see kind of where the emotional investment was starting to come in. And she gives him her phone number and says, if you need me for anything, give me a call. She brings him some groceries. And then, of course, we flash forward to the current and you see him make the phone call. And next scene, boom, sex scene, baby. Wow, I mean, and it went and, on. It was a good sex scene. I it to, was a good sex scene. She's pretty hot, actually. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. For, for Cinemax, I mean, that's even really good for Cinemax, and that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, so, the, so they're getting down, and then, of course, her phone rings, and it's and it's our boy Chris Coy up in the house calling, and he's like, where the fuck is she? He's getting all pissed, you know, because she's not answering the phone. So, of course, he's already starting to get paranoid because he's already pretty messed up. Oh, yeah. So he, even I mean, one phone call with her not answering, he's like, where the fuck is she? Yeah, he's, he <laughs> seems a bit high-strung in this uh, uh, season. <laughs> But yeah. then, so then, you know, um, we see Bunker talking with her, and, and she's like, you need to kill him. And he's like, what? I ain't going to kill my brother. And he kind of gets pissed, and he storms off. So that's kind of interesting that she kind of wants her own husband to get murdered, and, uh, and she wants him to do it, which is kind of uh, a little unique there. I mean, it's a tall order, I'd say. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit forward, I think. I mean, after one, I don't know, you know, maybe they flash forward to forward. I don't know. Like maybe that was present time and they've already been doing that for a while, but. Well, that was the present time. The sex okay. Time. Right. Yeah. Was the that? Okay. Was the present. Yeah. Cause remember okay. the flashback is her giving him her number for the first time and saying, Hey, call me if you need anything. Okay. So she's basically <laughs> asking him this after they've been. They, yeah. They, so she's basically. The flashbacks in that other color tone. So you can only yeah, stop. it's like in a it's like a it's brown like a, tint, right? Yeah, you like notice that? Yeah, I noticed that. Thing. Like, yeah, and then when and then it went normal, and Bunker's standing there in his cop outfit, and he's at the police department. He, he makes a phone call, and the very next scene is they're banging. So, like, you know, so that was that was a current scene, 
And then, you know, he's like, I can't really continue to do this. It's not going to be like this forever. And she's like, I know. That's why you got to go kill him. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so that was crazy. Okay. Uh, you know, we get um, Rebecca's family, her Amish family come in and saying, you know, we need her body back. And they're, they're not done checking out the autopsy. Brock goes down. And he talks to the guy doing the autopsy, and he's like, you better give me some information. I need to know what the hell's going on. And uh, the guy starts reading the report to him, and it got kind of graphic. You know, he's talking about how um, it's true after the body was left in the woods. Uh, it had some animal kind of bites and stuff on her, but that was after she was already dead. But then he goes on to say, but she was alive when the guy filleted her chest and cut her heart out. I was like, oh, shit. Right, right. You know, that's crazy that he did it in such a specific way. She wouldn't die or pass out from the pain, you know, and she would witness this dude cutting her chest open and cutting her heart out. I was like, holy shit. And and we do get a bit of a see into that. You know, the other two girls that were murdered the same exact way. So now it's a serial killing, right? So that exactly. proves, so, so that establishes that's now the serial killing, which I guess will bring Alicia Dushku in next uh, episode, I'm guessing. Yes. Because we've been waiting all season for her and she still hasn't showed up. Uh, yeah, she, well, you know. she was in the preview for next week. So she, she shows up next yep. week and she's the, um, she's actually the detective that comes to uh, talk to someone else that we'll get to later on in the episode with something happening. Um, but then there's one more holy shit moment with the autopsy. He says, so Bro- so Brock is like, so you don't really have nothing new for me. And he's like, oh, contraire, mon frere, I do have something special for you. <laughs> and he shows Brock a paper. And, of course, Brock's like, holy shit. And, of course, they don't tell us what it is. So you're just like, what the fuck was on the paper? Yeah, that's what I wanted to see. Like, I, I almost rewound it to try to see if I could see the writing. But, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to. <laughs> so, I mean, did you have any ideas at that moment? For me, like, right off the bat, I was like, was she pregnant? Well, like that was my first thought. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, totally. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, because I couldn't think of what else would have been so ooh aha moment with an autopsy, other than finding out that that she was pregnant, um, or that you know maybe they found the killer semen in her or something. You know, like well, she was raped. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I thought. Yeah, you know, honestly, I kind of went like way off the grid, and I thought that somebody planted like Hood's, you know, something oh, like in her wounds or something, you know, or under fingernails. I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought that's what that was, but you know, I was wrong. <laughs> but however, when he described what had happened to her, that was the moment, the definitive moment for me, anyway. That everybody out there, out there that thinks still. Burton is the guy that right there proved it's not because Burton's a little bit more to the point, get it done, clean it up, move along. You know what I mean? He, right. he doesn't, he, you know what I mean? That's Burton. Uh, yeah. These killings is not Burton. Okay? Yeah. We just got a tweet probably within the last hour of somebody saying that Burton was their guess of who the killer was. And I said, good, good guess, but it's wrong. So <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we appreciate the support there, there. but, uh, yeah, we, 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 we love I, the support and keep listening guys. Keep, keep, keep guessing. Think, and I, I have mean, to debunk you. I'm going to debunk you. And I don't think it's burned. So, no, uh, do I. so yeah. So, so then we go on to a scene, you know, Proctor's still struggling with the fact that he's lost Rebecca. He goes to like a little diner. He's, you know, just having a cup of coffee and this homeless girl comes in and she's like, you know, can I just buy a piece of pie? She doesn't have enough money for it. Proctor's like, I'll buy, 
by the pie. And then, of course, greedy little chick over there was like, well, how about a cup of milk? <laughs> and he was like, all right, fine, some milk too. And then uh, they're eating together and everything. And he actually takes her home and he gives her Rebecca's room. And he says, you can stay here. You can try on all the clothes, use the jewelry, whatever you want. Make yourself at home. You don't have any pressure to do anything. She starts to get naked and she's like, aren't you going to fuck me? And he's like, whoa, I'm just, you know, trying to give you a helping hand. You know, that's it. I'm not asking for anything in return. <laughs> the good Do Samaritan Kai Proctor, yeah. Yeah, the good old Kai Proctor. <laughs> you know, man. the mayor. You know, he's, he's the mayor doing yeah, his merely so, duties. So he lets her kind of, you know, do her thing and... um you know, but then we get a scene later on where she wakes up and she throws on one of the dresses and she starts stealing everything. She's packing up all the shit in the room. She goes downstairs. She starts grabbing all the knickknacks. And of course, Kai walks in and he's like, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> and he, and he yep. slaps her and, and he starts choking her and he's choking the life out of her. And he's like, I brought you in. I gave you food. I gave you a place to stay. And it's cool because as he's choking her, the chick is flashing into Rebecca and it's going back and forth and then it lands on rebecca and she's like laughing in his face as he's got her hand his hands around her throat and then he's like kind of snaps out of it and then she gets away and and runs away yeah. and it was kind of like that was an interesting scene i was just like man it's just that's what sucks what did you like, think about that to... scene you know about it changing back from rebecca to her because i have my own thoughts about it, but i want to know yours um i liked it because it made sense to me because i feel like in the back of his mind he feels like rebecca didn't fully respect him or give him the respect that he deserved for everything he did for her because it was the same thing if you, th you think about it sure, sure. he took the, he took this homeless girl in and he gave her everything and that's yeah. exactly what did rebecca rebecca got kicked out in that first season by her family she had nowhere to go he took her in he showed her the business he gave her everything she had and all she wanted to do was get more and get some on the side and she was ungrateful and there's a lot of pent-up frustration we know kai ain't right in the head and that scene really represents that frustration coming out right now i didn't think they had to go that far to flashback flashback i mean it was cool but they didn't need to do it because i think kai proctor is a good enough actor to where i i already knew what he was doing and why he was doing it because of his pent-up frustrations about rebecca and everything so he was basically taking that all out on her and acting like she was Rebecca. And so I really didn't need to see the flat going back and forth because Kai was portraying it enough to where I knew what he was aiming at. You know what I mean? I but it was still mean, cool. It was still cool. I'm just it, saying. But sometimes they they need to do stuff like that for just like a casual viewer true, that doesn't know true. what's going on. You need to know where the you know where the sense in his head is at the time. You know when that's going on. You know that that that's why he's so pissed. You know is because he's he's lost Rebecca and he feels like she just didn't give him that respect and you know so it, you know it's just one of those symbolism kind of things where they have sure. to kind of show you to create that emotional connection. You know. That's true. Uh, I mean, like, you know, somebody like me who's diehard and seen everything, right. you know, I caught it right away. But I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, for sure. So, I mean, sometimes you have to dumb it down a little bit for you the do. guys coming in, you, you know, and, and, I mean, and you know, and that's, that's totally a, cool. On a side conversation, you know, and I talk about it on my show sometimes, you know, that's why when people bitch about movie trailers sometimes, they say, like, you know, oh, that show too much or, you know, gave away too much that I didn't want to know. Of course, I know that that's going to happen in the movie. Sometimes the trailer shows too much because it's for the casual viewer 
and it's to get them to go to the theater. You know, like it's right. to get them excited to go watch the movie. They know that they got the diehard people like me and my friends to go watch it regardless of what they put out. Yeah. But then there's other like people they don't that even need really a trailer need to be, and you're yeah, still going. But the, right. there's other people that really need to be sold on a movie, so they try to throw everything at you that they can to get you enticed. So sometimes TV shows do the same thing, and they're just doing it for more of a general audience. Fair but, enough. Um, so, well, so the, very, well so, in that respect, great cinematography and editing because and, that was oh, really yeah. cool. It was very, very cool. So then we now get the really cool scene. We're going to get Joe back. The van pulls up. They pull Joe out the van. They pull the um, the hood off of him, and they tell him, you know, open your eyes and get to walking. And he, he starts walking. He's having trouble. He can't really see because of the, the light blindness that they did with him with the UV lighting before. Right. He's having trouble. He's always been kept in the dark. And, and they're like, walk, man, walk. And then another car comes pulling up, and the dude that they tort- that Hood and them tortured walks past Job, and he's like, you better hurry up and get in the car. <laughs> and <laughs> you he's better got, keep he's on got walking. The bag of, yeah, and he's got the bag of money, so they're doing the exchange. Um, the guys get the money. They pop in the van. They leave. And then, of course, we get the moment we've all been waiting for, Job, Hood, face-to-face, and we get a nice hug, and it, and it was awesome. Yeah, he, like know? Job just threw himself at him, like, catch me, pretty much. Yeah. And it was and just, dude, that, and that's when I pretty much, like, put my hands on my head, like, oh, my God, you know? <laughs> and that was the most emotional part of this entire show, was that one scene right there, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then and then Job's, you know, like I, like I was saying, you know, the great, you know, what line are they going to give him? Yep. He's like, what took you so fucking long? No, he goes, it's about motherfucking fucking time. time. That's what it was. It's I'm sorry. About, <laughs> I, had write, I had to write it down. I wanted to okay. Get it right. okay. Good. Thank he, you. He said, Thank it's, you. It's about motherfucking time. <laughs> yeah. In the basic, awesome Job voice <laughs> that we all know and love. And I knew it's I would screw that quote up, but it was perfect. <laughs> you had the right general idea. Yeah, it was there, but, but you know, but I'm not I, a, yeah, yeah, I laughed my ass off when he said it because I was like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? It's about motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was, and that was cool. So they're hugging. Carrie comes up. Everybody's hugging. We're celebrating. Sugar's there. And then, of course, the van comes pulling back around. Guys start jumping out the bushes, you know, and, and, and they're like, it's a setup. And you're like, of course, fucking how could we get out of here so easy right and then of course but we got our boy fat Al, and he's like you didn't think i knew you were going to do this and he waves his hand in the air and he's got snipers all lined up around and yeah. they just start boom 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 taking everybody out and it was awesome man they just blast all the guys except uh, but- for one Except for one who gets away in the van. Hood tries to blow him, blow him, but runs out of bullets. And he gets away. And, of course, he gets away with the money. Uh, so that, you know, I think we'll kind of head down that direction a little bit down in the season two. Um, Looking forward to it. The revenge on that guy I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for. That was, the, that was the guy that they tortured, right? He's the yeah. One that got away. yeah. Yeah. That's so, the one who got away, the uh, civilian contractor. Yeah. So he got away. So, um, but, but, you know, we're safe everybody's cool and then but they have the main guy the guy that tortured job for months and the guy is on his knees he looks up at job and he goes yeah job what you gonna do now and job just blows wasted no time (laughs) grabbed the gun and he just didn't even think about it boom headshot right out the back of the head you know and i loved it because that guy was all cocky as fuck he was like yeah job what you gonna do and then boom he just shoots 
fucking head. And I cheered. Right after, right <laughs> after he shoots the dude's head out, he goes, can we go now? <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. I cheered and I laughed and I, I clapped. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, that whole scene was just so insane, dude. Like, you know, like I said, as soon as he, he fell into uh, Lucas's uh, arms, you know, I was just like my, you know, my head, my hands went to my head, and I was like, "Oh my god," you know. And then the whole thing goes down, and everybody gets, you know, popped off by big owls guys or fat owls guys. And then you know, yeah, Job, what you gonna do? And then boom, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, Job!" I just like screamed, "Yeah!" You know. And then can we go home now? Can we go now? You know. And then he just blows his head out, hands the gun back, and goes, "Can we go home now?" It was perfect. Perfect Joe. Oh, great they, writing, they, they Banshee the best writers. Writing they could have possibly done for him. Thank you. Excellent. Being simplistic <laughs> was the best way to go. Yeah, they didn't have to overanalyze it. They didn't have to get all crazy with it. Nope. It was perfect. Yep. Um, we get kind of a weird scene after this, um, which I could have done a little without. This is probably the low light for me. And I didn't really get it, but maybe it'll play bigger in the bigger picture. But we go back to a prison and we see some guy I don't think we've ever seen before. No. And um, he, he's walking over to the visitation center and our boy Chris Coy is there, calls him over the phone. And he's like, you know, uh, they they kind of get into a whole thing about, you know, what are you doing making porn and Banshee and all this stuff? And he's like, I was just trying to get the Brotherhood some more money. And he's like, don't fuck around. That's Proctor's place. Just do it the right way. Kind of pissy, hangs up on him, walks away. And, of course, we see Chris Coy over there starting to shake and pissed off that, you know, no matter what he does, people are getting pissed at him. I don't know. I mean, maybe down the road this is going to play out to something a little bit more. I think maybe they're just building well, more to that to, tension. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, the scene was kind of weird and could have done without because you already knew where Chris Coy's, uh, you know, his, his, <sighs> we we really need to get his character's first name, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, he follows us on Twitter, well, so we're going to call him Chris Coy, so whatever, you know. Yeah, What's Mr. up, Chris brother? Coy. So, anyway, um, you know, uh, you know. We already he's we we've we, we've already established that he's not happy. He's not happy with the guy inside who he was just talking to. He, he you know he's gonna you know when the moment presents itself he's gonna seize it right. So we already knew he was in this frame of mind, and this scene just kind of reinstated that, and that's all it did. And it I guess you know I mean it was cool you know because it was Taco Tuesday, and you know he bothered him on Taco Tuesday, and you don't ever do that to a man on Taco Tuesday. Never. 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 So, never. you know, I like that part. I don't know. But, I mean, at least we finally got to see a face to a name that we've heard you know, that them talk about. That's about all we sure. got. All right. So then we go to our next scene. We're going back to Sugar's Bar, right? And we're kind of digesting with Job, who's still just chilling there all dirty. And I'm like, damn, they didn't even let the guy go get a shower first. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like he's just still messed up. And, you know, and Job's like, or not Job, but uh, Sugar's like, we're going to celebrate. And he busts out the good bottle, of, you know, wine. And he starts pouring in. Everybody's, you know, having a nice drink. Uh, and for Job. Job, he's shaking, man. He's shaking. Can't really drink it. He's like, oh, fuck this shit. Like, I just... I just want to, you know, he's he's like, I think, what did he say, too? He goes, like, he goes, uh, he said a couple funny things, which well, was like. No, he no, he goes, he goes, I just want my, my, my cut from well, be, Genoa. Be, I'm going to go that, in the pen. He, oh, he, okay. he goes, he goes, after oh. all that time, and you get me out, 
this is the fucking place you bring me back to. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, what he right? said. Oh, yeah, you're he right. Yeah. Why so the much, fucking it, this is the first place you bring me back to is here. You know, and he's like, and I appreciate what that you guys came and got me, but like, did it really need to take 20 months? <laughs> you know, like he was, he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he's like, just I just want to, you know, shower, get get cleaned up, and take my cut from Genoa. And get the fuck out of here, right? And and then they're like, yeah, about that. And they're like, you know, it, it costs money to get you out of there. And he's like, well, how much? And uh, all of it. And he's like, great. So we did all that shit for nothing, you know? And so he's pissed. Um, Carrie says, you know, like, because uh, Sugar says, you know, well, your room's still available in the back. You can go back to your room. And, and she says, no, he's not staying there. I got my new house out in the woods. It's very private, secure. You can stay with me. And he's kind of like, all right. <clears throat> and then at this moment, the cops bust in. It's Brock. It's our little dirty cop cruise and bunker. They come walking in, and you're like, what the fuck? You know, they're all raising up in here like this. And uh, and 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 I thought right away the autopsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We knew it was going back to that because of the holy shit moment. We're gonna find out what it is. And we got Brock saying, you know, Lucas Hood, you're under arrest for the death of Rebecca. And he's like, what? You know I didn't do that. And he's like, we found your blood on her vehicle, and you're also the father of her baby. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit. And that's the first time Lucas ever gave in to Brock of anything that he said throughout the entire time. And he went, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, he, you could tell, like, he, he was like, it was the first time Lucas actually reacted to anything Brock said. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's like, wait, what? She was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant. What? <laughs> With my kid, what? <laughs> yeah, so crazy moment. So then, you know, Carrie's like, this is bullshit. And it looks like they're about to throw down. And then, but, you know, Brock's like, don't do it. Hood kind of gives his little nod. He goes peacefully with them and they arrest him. We see, you know, his mugshot getting taken. They're doing the fingerprints. They put him in the jail cell. And, um, and I like, and then Job looks at Carrie and he goes, so what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I missed something, right? You know, and, and which was crazy. And then yeah. so the, we're like, oh man, now he's fucking arrested. Episode three, he is arrested for this. Um, but it doesn't look like he's going to be in jail very long because of our end of our episode. We have a girl getting in her car and she looks over and there's a hooded figure standing there and he runs at the girl and grabs her the end of the episode. So another girl's about to get killed. She's going to get killed the same damn way, which therefore. Hood is going to get off because they're going to say, look, another murder happened while you were in jail. So, you know, obviously it wasn't you. Yeah, and I mean, know. honestly, I think Hood's going to tell him why the blood was in the back of her car. And, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, it, I don't, I don't think it's going to, you know, hurt him any telling him because why. Yeah, he's going to explain that out. And just because she was pregnant doesn't mean he killed her. No. You know, like, and, and, and since it happened again, right, while he was in jail, they're just going to let him go, probably. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, you know, like he's not going to be held anymore because he's going to say, I didn't do it. They're going to trust him over the time that they've been with him. Sure. And once they find another girl with her heart filleted out of her chest, they're going to know that it wasn't him, you know? So I like that they jumped right into another girl getting abducted because. We're not going to waste very much time on maybe the next episode, and that's it with him in jail yeah. before they get him out, and they're going to continue the search for the serial killer. Um, so 
you know, that was really cool. I appreciated that because I was like, man, I don't want to waste a lot of time with Hood in jail. And this, you know, with bringing in another girl getting killed the same way, it's going to be a very quick explanation of how to get him off. Um, I can understand her being pregnant. We saw the emotion in him over these past three episodes with how devastated he was that she was dead. Right. Yeah. And everybody was questioning why. Right. Why is he so attached to this girl? And we know that she helped him out when he was all, you know, uh, drinking and he, she put him up in the cabin. They had that moment where he got shot. We even had the flashback in this episode where she's taking out the bullets and she's sewing him back up. You see the connection. Obviously, they probably fell in love and they, you know, obviously, you know, did it. She got pregnant. And, and there was a big, big connection that we've missed over these past two years. Yeah. And, you know, and that's going to come out to fruition. You know, we're going to find out why he was so emotionally attached. Um, one other scene we kind of jumped over, uh, I just want to touch on real fast, was we, we see right at the end of the episode, uh, Carrie's making Job's bed. And, and then it, it flash forwards to later in the night and he's not in the bed and the camera pans over the bed and Job is just curled up in the corner shaking, you know, yeah, so you see crying his eyes out. He's got that PTSD. He's oh, just yeah. like, he's you know, fucked up, man. he's messed up, man. They rocked him. They rocked him hard. So it's going to be a while before we see the Job that I think that we all know and love. Um, but that that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. So much stuff really just, I mean, you want to give your your grade test to this one? I will go A plus on this one. A plus uh, plus. <laughs> was I'm gonna back you. A plus yeah. plus, brother. A plus like plus, I said, best episode 10. of the entire show from wow. seasons one till now. Boom. I mean, that's I, the yeah, most emotion I've ever felt from a TV show in a very long time. I don't know. It's hard for me to say it's better than the episode where Siobhan got killed last season. Okay, I well that so, that was hardcore. I, I literally, I literally yeah. fell off the couch when he snapped her neck. Okay. Like I was almost in tears like over that moment. Like like that that's that episode was super strong for me. Uh this is up there though, man. This is like top 2 or 3 for me easily. Uh they killed it and that was only episode 3. That's what's awesome about this show is like that was such a top-notch episode and we're only the third episode into the season. Yeah. Five more um, to go. I mean, next, oh my next, god. Like we said, we finally get Elijah Dushku. She comes in. She's the FBI detective that comes in. She's interviewing um, Hood, finding out, you know, did you kill her? What's going on? Next week looks insane too, just based off the little thirty-second preview. Um, so uh, we're just we're gonna keep ramping up, man. We're gonna get more and more and more. We're almost halfway through the season by next week, man. Can you believe that already? Oh, I mean, it's been a fun ride so far, and I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be sad to see it end, but I'm gonna be happy that I experienced it, man, because it's just been awesome, episode <sighs> to episode. It's just getting better and better and better, like they always do. You know, yeah. they have they have yet to disappoint me. Yeah, they never disappoint. Uh, this is why we do this show every week because this is really the only show that I know for me, I like a lot of shows and I watch a lot of TV. I report on it on my entertainment show. I do a lot with it. This is the only show of everything I watch that I would want to take the time out <laughs> on a weekly basis to talk about it and share that excitement and share those views and thoughts with my boy Links here and with you guys out there listening. Um, that's what this show does. Once again, Cinemax, my hat's off to you. Hashtag forever Fanchi. You know, we love this show, and it's amazing, and this is the final season, and three episodes in, we get such a wham-bam blockbuster of an episode. I am so stoked. I can't wait to see what next week brings. Uh, 
I mean, I look. I, I mean, let's just make a list. I mean, I can't wait for them to to track down Leo. I think his name was right. The 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 uh, contractor that gave, that took Job in the first place. Right. Get to try to get the money back. I can't wait for to see what's going to happen with Hood getting out of jail and everything. I can't wait to find out who the real killer is because it's not Burton. I don't think it's anybody that we've met or have seen in the show as of yet. I think it's going to be an entirely just random guy that we've never seen. Um, that's just a complete psychopath, apparently. Uh, you know, and I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, the, you know, I love how this show, <laughs> and, you know, closes things out and starts new things so quickly. You don't have to wait forever for a conclusion to something. It's just boom, 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 boom. You know, and I, I just love it. The pace of it's great. Like you said, it felt like the episode was 10 minutes long. And it was really almost an hour. So, I mean, you know, it was just a, a great a great episode, great season, or episode three to season four. And I, I can't wait till next week, like I've been saying ever since it started. <laughs> Every week we say it, but it just it goes to show, man. It just, you can't wait. You're like, all right, is it Friday yet? We need to watch that next episode. I love, love, love this show. By the way, just a quick shout out. Uh, season three of Banshee is now available on Blu-ray and DVD. It finally hit, so you can definitely buy that and pick it up now on Amazon or at your local store, which is great because I've been waiting a long time to get season three on Blu-ray. It's also available on iTunes and all your other stuff if you want to buy it digitally. So I just want to give a quick shout out for that. And um, that'll do it, man. We did it. Another wrap-up after show in the books for season four, episode three, Job, on this lovely April weekend um, here. It's, uh, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, my mind is still just so blown, dude. After I watched this episode last night, I was like, couldn't wait to <laughs> you know to oh my god dude. I, I texted you right away and i was like you gotta watch this episode it is, and it was so weird dude you texted me as soon as i uh you know pulled up my dvr right and i hit play and the forever fancy uh, <laughs> uh lo, you know uh banner came up and yep. you texted me holy crap dude <laughs> oh my god and i'm like dude i just sat down <laughs> yeah yeah no it was good man and uh thanks again for everybody that's been tweeting us and supporting us all week long everybody oh, waiting to hear it. our thoughts on this episode here it is tell all your friends tell all the other fanshees to come check us out follow us on twitter at welcome to banshee and it's the number two welcome to banshee follow me at, on twitter at dx don mega follow my boy over here at llnkz and of course you can listen to the show on reddragonsradio.com you can subscribe on itunes and if you're just looking to listen on the go check it out on stitcher as well uh this is april the 16th it has been your wrap-up episode for banshee and uh we'll be back next week y'all hashtag forever fanshee and we'll talk to you about episode four next week till next time have a great week everyone and we'll talk to you then peace so did I miss anything while I was gone? Close your eyes And you draw one more day to a close You choose to be alone You float through your life as a ghost Bring out your Vivian girls Bring out 
your cloud-colored curls And bring me a cup of your tears And give me the rest of your year And the soldiers lie to have.